Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 175. And today we're going to be talking about how to get your coaches on the same curriculum. That's right. Today we're going to be focusing on teams of tech coaches or any kind of instructional coach and what happens when one person is asked to teach the same section or the same topic that another coach is asked. How do you do it? How do you figure out what to teach? And where do all of those files belong? And tonight we're also going to talk about something interesting called the theory of the fourth dimension. I I wish I had some sound effects, but we'll save those for later and maybe another time. I want to bring on my co-host tonight, Sue Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. I am great. Staying warm and cozy down here in Kentucky as we record this. We're experiencing some remote learning snow days. I'm sorry, you you're you you went remote learning this week? We did for snow. That is amazing. How has that been going on? How was the switch? It was fairly smooth for my school. I had some emails today, put out a few little fires, but they were manageable ones. You know, teachers took to it fine and no major issues really just normal i can't access this and we got it solved fairly quickly that is amazing i know there's a lot of schools that are trying to figure out what to do some of them decided to take a couple of days extra off of their break and all these different things are going on you know as we are recording this right now we in connecticut are getting ready for the snowstorm of January 7th. Yes. My my district's already called off for tomorrow, so we're looking forward to it. And if you are out there, please, you know, enjoy the weather, enjoy this time, and definitely stay safe. I know uh, we've got a lot of kids that are in and out for various reasons and various health reasons and stuff like that. And that is why this is so important, because as we go through, there are coaches out there that are getting pulled to do training. And there's multiple coaches in in a district. Uh, especially the size of yours, the size of mine, that are getting asked to do the same training on multiple audiences. And so it is so important these days that we all have an understanding of what do we want to have people learn. And no matter whether you're doing the same training at the same time, maybe in different locations, or you're doing one specific type of training over the course of a couple days, weeks, months, it's really important that everyone have the same curriculum and everybody literally be on the same page. Very important. I mean, just like when we go to teach our students in the classroom, those standards are there for a reason. So our students in a school system are getting the same thing. And we want our teachers to get that same training, whether it be technology content or pedagogical content we want to be on the same wavelength and that's so important so one thing my school system has done especially since the pandemic shutdowns we have made it a point to set up those technology standards for 
teaching, and that's inside and outside the classroom, whether we're face-to-face -face or remote, and following those and all being on the same page with keeping with that protocol. So that contributes well to our conversation. Now, now what, are you t what are you talking about there? You, you're, you've said a couple of times now, technology standards. What does that mean? Yeah, so we took and we said, okay, this is the learning management system that we are all going to use. This is the online behavior platform that we're all going to use. And, and this is the hardware that we're going to use. Chromebooks is ours. You may out there be iPads, what have you. But everyone on the same page, using the same devices, using the same materials, not that they can't have some freedom to go off and try technology tools, but those general things, because, you know, before, when I took over this job, we had some teachers on Google Classroom, we had some on Seesaw, we had our high school people on Canvas, we were just a little bit all over the place, so we needed to standardize that. And even our IT department with hardware, it's so important to standardize some of that just so your trainers, your coaches, your IT folks are not spread so thin. We can't know everything all of the time. We have to have a good knowledge base of the things we need to focus on and be good at training our teachers on those things. When it comes to instructional coaching, it is all about teamwork. Yes. Teamwork between your coaches, your coaching staff, your coaching leadership, your administration, your teachers. Keeping everybody on that same page is extremely important. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts on this topic, please feel free to reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach. You can, of course, head on over to AskTheTechCoach.com, leave a message on any of these blog posts. We would love to hear from you. And the best way to do that is by heading to askthetechcoach.com and signing up for our free membership site, our Teacher Cast Tech Coaches Network. 400 or so tech coaches all getting together. And again, when I say tech coach, if you're new to this show, this is all instructional coaches. We say tech coach here just because it's kind of the buzzword, but really, if you're a math coach, a reading coach, a literacy coach, anything like that, this is that show for you. This is that place for you. And if you are here for the first time, thank you. I'm so happy that you're here. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. We do release this show every single Monday morning and have been for the last 175 episodes. Let's talk a little bit about how to do this, right? In my district, we have an amazing instructional coaching department. We've got uh, seven coaches plus myself plus we have our coordinator and we have our assistant superintendent we've got a really really robust and amazing group of people and we have decided to create a landing space for all of our curriculum and for us it's put into one of two spots if it's a google type tool we have a, a unified google drive shared drive, whatever it is. And on the Microsoft side, we have a Microsoft team where we put a whole bunch of collaborative documents. And the reason why we do that and the reason why it's set up that way is because of this thing that we're going to kind of deep dive into today, which I call the theory of fourth dimensions. And that theory basically says none of us are going to be here forever. We're all placeholders. We're all sitting in chairs. And at some point in time, the music is going to stop and we are going to have to, you know, change chairs. Absolutely. 
Where am I going with this? The point is, if Sue and I are on the same team and everything that we're creating is in my hard drive or Sue's hard drive, what happens when I leave or what happens when Sue leaves? As opposed to if everything is in Microsoft SharePoint or Microsoft Teams or in like a team folder over in Google, those documents don't go anywhere. They're not assigned to a specific person. So I always look at this and when you're building a team, when you're building a, a repository of resources, put these things in some place that isn't person specific. Sue, you've had a little bit of experience. Why is it important for you to make sure that all the resources belong to the organization or the school district and not the individual coach? Well, transition, obviously, you know, like you said, we may not always be in this position. You know, some will move on, some will retire, what have you. You want that person who follows you. Um, hopefully it's a amicable transition and you can just be able to quickly show this person where these files are or the people that already are your coworkers who are staying on board have that same access to those materials and they can bring the new person on board and make that transition smooth. It's so important to have that transition. Just like um, one thing as a instructional coach working with our, I'm a tech coach obviously, but working with our instructional curriculum specialist, our, our curriculum maps are in one whole big database and everyone has access to it. Our editors edit them, that everybody can view them. And it's so important that they keep those up to date. So when a substitute comes in for long term or, you know, so-and-so goes on maternity leave or this other person retires, they can access those maps. And same thing with training. What we're really talking about here is efficiency. Right. And, yes. and you've heard me say this before. Yes. I'm not a I'm not a tech coach. I'm not a math coach. I like referring to myself as an efficiency coach. How can I make sure that I'm, the you know, as active as possible, doing the maximum amount of work possible, but without doing the maximum amount of work possible? Right. How do you how do you do more without doing more? If you have, let's just say, one set of slides for how to use Microsoft Teams, right? Then I can use those slides. Sue can use, this, use those slides. As Microsoft Teams evolves, you're updating one doc or one slide deck or one set of rules. Yeah, Having that is there. And I think that's important, right? We have got one way to teach this particular skill, this particular hardware. And if we have everybody working on that one thing, it works. Now, the other way of looking at it is we all have a common set of skills we want to teach. And then maybe Sue has her own way of teaching it so she can use her own slide deck and I use my own slide deck. But it's still agreed upon that this is the common thread, meaning Google Docs 101 for you is still Google Docs 101 for me. I might teach it a different way, but if we're both going to do an hour-long session on what is a Google Doc, we're covering the same exact material. Yes, and how many of you out there have ever sat in a PD and you you got, okay, I can get on this Google Doc and do this, this, and this, and then two days later, another coach or another trainer or at a conference, they come in, okay, do no, do it this way. 
And that's not saying it's not a bad thing to have two or three different ways of doing the same thing, but it's so important that, you know, if you are working with a group of coaches in your district that you agree on, okay, we're going to cover this and we're going to use this content. That way we're telling the teachers the same thing. That way you don't have a teacher at this building saying, oh, but Jeff told me to do it this way. Well, he's not wrong, but you just alleviate some of that confusion that could just be avoided. I agree. And, and when I'm looking at things, I have two different ways of teaching them generally. I have the, how would I teach this in a group? And then there's the, how would I teach this to you? Mm -hmm. Right. Because if I'm teaching it to a group, I usually find, you know, what is the quickest and easiest way to do things? What's the way that I can teach this without having to necessarily hands on everybody? Or how can I teach this with just single slides versus if I'm working with you specifically, I'm going to sit down. We're going to both open up our our computers. We're going to hands on. We're going to push buttons together. You're going to get a different experience as opposed to I can't do that if I'm one on 30 or one on even 15. Right. But but the idea is still how do we as coaches come up with what is that? You know, what are the five skills we're going to teach? And then everybody goes out and do it because it's not uncommon for a tech team. Hey, we've got this new tool. Right. Like in, in our district here, like we just got a new filter for our, 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 our websites and stuff like that. Right. So, hey, everyone next week or everybody in the next few weeks is going to go out and train our, our entire district on this web filtering system to have a common slide deck, a common, you know, this is the commercial that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone go do it. I think it's just the again, it goes back to the efficiency thing, right? Like one one group of people make it. Nobody has to, you know, eight of us don't have to individually spend two hours building their own individual slide decks and doing yes. the research and doing the creation and finding the images and writing the everybody just kind of works together into one thing. And I love that we that yeah, we you know we have the opportunity to do that. I'm hoping that you and your school districts out there, when you're if you're listening also have the opportunity to do that definitely that's just plain smart you know working smarter not harder i mean sometimes we think of that as a cliche but it's the truth in this instance so how do you know what to teach right because again i teach google docs this way you teach google docs that way it's kind of a trick question and i i kind of i want to lead you to the answer here sue but how do you know what to teach well, I mean, what you were saying just a second ago was is really my typical approach too. it. If I'm in a group, I'm going to cover it. You know, I'm going to go this direction. But if I'm one on one and maybe sometimes depending on the um, level of the person I'm one on one with, I may approach it various ways. So it's almost like teaching our students. We, we differentiate in a lot of ways. What about you? And I agree with you, right? And and it, I I hate asking ans- <laughs> I hate asking the question where the answer is it depends. But there's two things. If I'm doing the one on one, look, you know, Sue, what do you need? How can we help you with this? Or no, and again, that's different in a coaching situation where I'm yes. with you in the classroom and okay, we're doing something specific. But let's let's bring the altitude up and we're talking, you know, Monday afternoon PD. There's only two reasons 
to do Monday afternoon PD. Um, the department needs to share something new. Like, right, again, we're all going to be learning this new web filter. The other reason is the principal has a need for their district to, or for their building to learn something. You just happen to be the person to do it. Mm-hmm. And so you're either going to be creating this based off the needs of the building or it's based off the needs of the district. Um, you know, hey, Sue, I'll give you next week for an hour. What do you want to teach? Really should never happen. It's not the Sue show. Sue is the vehicle. Sue happens to be the conduit for the information that needs to be given. And I've done it. I've been in both. Hey, Jeff, what what would you like to teach next week if I gave you an hour? And Jeff goes, oh, I'm going to do Google animations. Well, what where does Google animations fit in the world that these teachers live in? Exactly. It doesn't. And so you're basically putting these people through torture for an hour for what reason, right? Like it's a Monday afternoon should never become an ed camp, right? That's different philosophy and stuff. But if your boss says, Sue, we have a new web filter. I want you to go train everybody. Great. What is it? What are the skills they need? How do we want them to use it in the classroom? Thanks. See you later. And that's different than, you know, Sue, I'm your principal we have a new procedure that we want to do for behavior charts or something. Can you walk everybody through that? Great. Now there's a reason for us being here. Either way, everybody's got to be on the same page. This is what we're doing. This is where we're doing it. This is why we're doing it. All the information's got to be in that common spot. Yeah, they have to understand there's a reason for it. You know, just like students ask, well, why do we need to learn this? The teachers are asking the same thing. And we have to have that bottom line basically a learning target established and not just go in there willy-nilly and i'm going to keep you for an hour and teach you animation that you don't need to know you just are now so where do we go with all of this right because when we're looking at this and and you know even last year we started looking at this in the context of a uh uh our, our ed tech integration plan that we've been working yes. on. If you go into ask our tech coach and really the stuff that we're talking about today is part of making our ed tech integration plan, figuring out what the concept is, how to do it, building your roadmap. We've got shows on the entire 12 step process. And I'm looking forward in the next few weeks to actually unveiling what this whole thing looks like. The, the landing page on the website is almost done and ready to be there. So, um, the big thing here is how do we make sure that we're doing this for our teachers and we're not doing it for ourselves? How do we make sure that whenever we do this professional development, whether it be me versus you or me versus an entire building, <laughs> look at that, me with you or me with an entire building, how do we make sure that we're always making sure that we're efficient, we're, we're together? And really what we're talking about today is making sure that one professional development section can scale at a mass to make sure that the entire district is covered, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. And, and the, you know, that's all about going back to our relationship conversation is knowing with that principal, with that district leadership, what that roadmap looks like, where do they want to be, and how am I as the coach going to help get them there? 
We want to know what you think about this topic. Of course, as we mentioned earlier, this is part of our EdTech integration plan. There are so many other things that we're going to be bringing up, and you can find all the resources over on askthetechcoach.com. Now, next week, we're going to be talking about relationships. How are tech coaches relating to each other, working together? How do you set up these different ways for coaches to come together, not just support like we're talking about today with PD and curriculum, but really how do you form that tech coach i'm gonna say it now aren't i the, the those tech coach avengers right like how do you put everything together so that way you've got multiple coaches all working on the same thing hope you have a chance to tune in that's going to be episode number 176 but until then this is episode number 175 you can of course find us online at ask the tech coach sue what's been going on with you these days at tech imaginations oh just creating some more youtube videos as i move along um as we've gone remote this week, as we record, sharing those uh, Google Classroom videos with our families. So go check me out over at Susan Vincent's Tech Imaginations and have some great new videos for you to look at and learn from. And we certainly hope you have a chance to do that. On All of our stuff is going to be over on AskTheTechCoach.com, at AskTheTechCoach on Twitter. And, of course, we can head on over to TeacherCast.net to find everything else under the sun. And that wraps up this episode 174 of Ask, 175 of Ask the Tech Coach. On behalf of Sue and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.